meaningless. Without God, life is meaningless. That has been the discussion that I've been having with you for the past couple of days. And I believe it's the topic that we need now in this very confused world where the right is being called wrong and the wrong is being addressed as right. This is where we need to be open up and run back to him who is the creator of heaven and earth. On that note, I'd like to lead you in prayer, Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are grateful for what you have done. We're thankful that you make us, you allow us to know who you are. And day by day as well, as our heart draws to, to you, we thank you for the gift of a new life, the gift of a new a new beginning. We're thankful. We ask that you stand by us, with us, for us. In Jesus' name, amen. I shared with you the introduction of Isaiah, how he introduced us to God the Creator. I share with you the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verses 12 to 18. I share with you the knowledge of God that is so, that is so, that is unlimited. The power of God that is unlimited. I shared with you the strength of God that is so vast. I shared with you the unsearchable wisdom of God. <laughs> now let me take you to that verse 15 and 17 of the book of Isaiah chapter 40. He says, the nation of the world are nothing in comparison of him. The nation of the world. Take them all together. All the great and mighty nations of the earth, kings and most pompous, kingdoms and the most populous, both the most wealthy, take the isles, the multitude of them, the isles of the Gentiles before him when they stand in competition with him or in opposition to him, they as drop of the bucket. <laughs> Compare with the vast ocean or the small dust of the balance, which does not serve to turn it and therefore is not regarded. It is so small. It is so small in comparison with all the dust of the earth. He takes them out and throws them away from him as a very little thing not worth speaking of. They are all in his eyes as nothing, as if they had not been at all. For they add nothing to his perfection and all sufficiency. They are counted by him and are to be counted by us in comparison of him less than nothing and vanity. These verse 15 and 17 clearly tells us that God indeed is the only one that deserves all the honor, all the glory that will ever give. You know why? Because looking around you, he says, he says the nation is nothing before him. Take all the all the powerful people of, of all the nations, take them all together, and tell them to see if they can challenge God, who is greater in all things. I, I hope they will not try it because if they do, they will fail. They'll fail so gallantly that they wonder how did they get to this point of losing so much with no respect. <laughs> My goodness. Are you living a life that does not have God in it? Are you? When he pleases God, he can as easily bring them all into nothing 
is that first he brought them out of nothing. He can bring them to nothing just like he bring them out of nothing. Every nation in the world that you're looking at were once a time a desert. Well, if you're not familiar with this history, then you can be familiar with Dubai that recently was developed and the development grows so fast and become what it is. Imagine the whole desert before that was done to that. So when God says all nations are nothing before him, what he's actually saying is that I brought them out of nothing, I can reduce them to nothing. So if God can say that about a nation, then why do you think this is not the creator that you run to? That can save you, that can protect you, that can guide you, that can provide for you, that can stand with you for you in you. <laughs> when God has work to do, he values not either the assistance or the resistance of any creation. God does not value your assistance or your resistance. He doesn't value that. When, when he's ready to work, when he's ready to get to the bottom of things, to the nitty-gritty, God does not care about the existence and the resistance. He doesn't. And, and it's, not a, it's not a pride. It is just a reality of who God is. Because all of that are vanity. This word that is used in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 2. They're vanity and, and it's chaos. Chaos. Chaos that the whole world will be reduced to. Look at what the war is bringing to us now. Look at Ukraine. Look at Russia. Look at Jerusalem. Look at um, Palestine. Look at how, look at how they're turning their country into rebels. Mm. And that's what God said in the beginning. There's chaos in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. But the Lord God brought them back into order. Let this bring to you the very high thoughts of God and low thoughts of this world. Let this make you think of God as the, as the highest of all and not the head of state. This this shall make you magnify God's love to the world and make you know that indeed there is none like our God who is greater in all things. In a small amount that you look at God, it should be able to become bigger to you. For the redemption of the world, He gave His only begotten Son. His only begotten Son to stand for us, to stand with us, and to stand by us. Can you show me who you can compare God with? I've never seen any. With what I've just read to you, and with what you will be reading later on, that's where between 15 and 17, 15 to 17 tells us, he says, Behold, the nation are as a drop of bucket, and are counted as small dust of the balance. So if God can make the whole world out of nothing, don't you believe he can turn them into nothing? 
Remember, he has the power to create them out of nothing. That's why to every man who thinks he's the ultimate, you better think twice. Because out of dust you are, and out of that dust you will go back into. <laughs> it's funny how we forget that we are just mere dust. It's funny how we don't remember anymore that we are just mere dust. We're nothing but dust. So when you will talk and you start dragging around, just look at yourself quickly and remember that you're dust. Because in that dust you will be, you will be returning to, and you will soon be forgotten. You are now will soon be forgotten. Forgotten as if we never come to this world at all. So why don't you, now that you are here, you just give all that you can give to God and say to you be all the glory for you only is the king that reigneth forever and that's the truth you're not you're not saying anything that is not right you are magnifying the power of God that will forever exist after we've long gone let me tell you this a life without God <laughs> is useless a life without God is meaningless because there's no one you can compare. Now, if you go back to that verse that I, that chapter um, 40 of the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, if you go to the last part of what I just read, which is verse 18, he asks there, To whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare to him? Now, you answer that. Who do you think of? Who can you think of that you can say, oh, wait, 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 this one here, I can compare him with God. Who, who do you have in mind? I don't have anyone in mind because I have never seen anyone, never seen anyone that can do what God has done. Never seen anyone. And so if you are one of those that have probably seen someone before who you say, okay, this one can do what God cannot do, let us know. But I assure you, you will never find anyone because there is nothing, there is no one like God. For great is Lord and he must be worthy of all our praises. He is most worthy of our praises. He is to be feared above all God, for all the gods of the nation are idols, but the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth, is the only God. He's the only God. Think of that and let it be a challenge to those who think they are something, when in fact they are nothing. God bless you, God keep you, God causes his face to shine upon you. Remember this and don't you forget that. Thank <laughs> you.